Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. This is the best weekend talk show in America. I'm strong and Getty. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. You've tuned into the best weekend talk show in America. You see, Armstrong and Getty, the Armstrong and Getty show is a weekday talk show. We take the very best and give it to you on the weekends. And we cover everything from geopolitics to the culture wars to regular politics. And you name it. If it's hot, if it's important, we're talking about it. So if you like what you're hearing and want to hear more, look for our podcast, Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Is it possible to be informed and not be bored? We think so. Enjoy the best weekend talk show in America. High fly ball, deep center, going back, Judd, still back on the track at the wall. He leaps, and he makes the play. He took away a home run and made the play. Michael, you can't make this up. This is star power right here. Yeah, I'd say maybe the two biggest stars in all of baseball, 6'9", Aaron Judge, who broke the home run record last year, because he's 6'9", can actually reach over the fence and rob home runs from the one of the greatest pitchers in Major League Baseball, who actually is one of the greatest hitters. So, yeah, that's, that's a, a combo right there. That's exciting. Stay tuned for hockey highlights, as apparently we're now doing a sports show. What's going on around here? What's well, happening? This is outrageous. That was it's just, outrageous. Okay. That was just the local segment last segment. So nobody I else know. knew that. I know. 
Um, Durr, so uh, first the uh, serious stuff, and then we'll get to kind of an interesting story about these uh, AI-powered glasses that are going to end awkward conversations. AI-powered glasses? Like you look through glasses or drinking glasses? Uh, Like you look through. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's true. The word is uh, the same for both those devices. (laughs) And I was confused. AI glasses like you drink out of would probably say, stop, that's enough. (laughs) She doesn't look like you think she looks. That's what the AI-powered glasses would say. Or he, or he. Actually, either kind of glasses, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so we'll have that for you in a minute or two. Uh, Continuing my theme of the media decides what we pay attention to and what narratives rule American culture in a way that's really unhealthy. You know, I brought it up before, the terrible shooting of that young black man in Kansas City by the panicky 84-year-old white guy. What a terrible story. thought he was going to be robbed or whatever. It's an awful story. The prosecutor made a vague statement about, we believe race may have been a factor, but nobody knows. And, And it's a tragedy no matter how you look at it. But it got a tremendous amount of coverage. Well, now, finally, some media outlets, having observed that, like that, uh, the next day, a panicky white guy shot a bunch of young white people who were on, in his driveway. That one's getting a fair amount of attention. And the, the high school cheerleader who was shot by a Hispanic guy sleeping in his car when she thought it was her car, returning from a cheerleading gig late at night, blah, blah, blah. So at least now they're switching to the narrative of, hey, can we stop shooting each other, please, which I think is a good one. Oh, boy, yeah. Dang it. Those All, all three of those stories are just horrible. But here's one story you're not going to hear anywhere. And it happened not far away from where Jack and I lived in the Charlotte area a number of years ago. A North Carolina six-year-old and her parents were shot Tuesday night by an angry neighbor who fired at them after a basketball rolled into his yard. Mom, dad, and six-year-old all shot and wounded by this guy. They're white. He's black. Now, reverse the races, and we would, like, cancel Major League Baseball for a week. Congress would be wearing armbands, and flags would be at half-mast. And all I'm saying is... We can't be living in this, this uh, you know, uh, funhouse mirror society where the media picks the narrative, then cherry picks evidence to support it, and we get a race war. Right. Constantly repeating that white people are hunting black people, you know, blah, blah, blah. There's horrors in all sorts of directions, and and their utter unwillingness to talk to call out young black America for violence. When the victims are overwhelmingly other young black people. So you're refusing to save lives because you're afraid to speak the truth. I'm always uncomfortable when you say that, which is weird, because it's statistically overwhelmingly true. I mean, there is no worry about being able to back that up with fact. But it makes people uncomfortable. Well, and I hear you. If you, if we, if anybody goes on and on and on, about how, you know, there's so much violence and crime coming from black folks. That will reinforce unfortunate stereotypes. That will cause tensions. That will have some really uncomfortable effects. I get that. 
But if there's one thing I've become dedicated to in my old age, it's that it's the idea that the minute you decide, well, we're going to deny reality because that's uncomfortable and we'll we'll solve the problem while denying the reality. You are walking down a road that's not going to go anywhere. You want to save poor, innocent victims of crime, especially people of color. You got to start telling the truth. And that's not to suggest for a single second, morons, that white people and Hispanic people and whatever aren't capable of crime and violence and horror. They certainly are. There are several examples of it uh, uh, recently. But you got to be honest. About the only thing that that awful James Comey did that I thought was great was when he gave that long speech about policing and crime statistics and race and all that and like explaining how people could come to have certain attitudes and all that sort of stuff i thought it was really interesting and you know it seemed to be pretty well received at the time even though it made a lot of people uncomfortable i wish i wish we could you know live in that world of discussing it you know, yeah, yeah, I agree completely. I mean, like that that tragic shooting in Alabama, that Sweet 16 party. You have four beautiful young black Americans with bright futures, fabulous young people by every account, who now will not get to live their lives because they were gunned down by other young black people. And to deny that... I mean, if there's one demographic group that doesn't think black lives matter, it's gangbangers. It's people who settle minor disputes with guns. And the victims are almost always people of color. And it's tragic. My heart breaks for those families and those young people. They were beautiful young Americans. Now they're dead. It's the culture of gun violence that, and you know, and it's not about the tool that's used. It's about the culture. I wouldn't solve a minor dispute with a firearm, and I own several of them, and I'm good at it. Um, not in a zillion years. We got a disease in the culture. I don't know which of the shootings involved this aspect because I don't pay attention to every single one of these. There's too many of them, for one thing. But in the last 24 hours, there's somebody that shot a bunch of people, and he had just been released from prison. Yeah. Which one of those stories is that? Anyway, Um. the focus by most of the media was, you know, once again, guns playing a role. And my first thought when I heard that story was, clearly the issue here is you let somebody out who was not rehabilitated. He gets out of prison and he immediately kills a bunch of people or shoots a bunch of people. I yeah, thought it was I'm scrolling a, through. Well, I, I would, I, my first thought was not what gun law can we pass, was why did this guy get out? Yeah, this guy in the charging, uh, the uh, I'm sorry, the shooting in uh, the Charlotte area was uh, charged with one count of possession of a firearm by a felon. So there were stacks of laws against him having a gun. Um, he violated them because he's a felon. And he was obviously a st- still a man with a penchant for violence. Can you imagine? Chases a family through a neighborhood, shooting at him because he, he didn't want him bouncing a basketball? Yeah, it's rough. That is freaking rough. Transition music, please, Michael. It's got kind of a hip-hop yodeling feel, doesn't it? So is this original real music made by humans, or is this AI? Is that an actual chicken? 
I don't think it's a chicken. I think it's an actual human. And I can't understand the words. All right, that's enough of that. What Before happened everybody to goes completely nuts. Yeah, good question. So say goodbye to awkward dates. According to students at Stanford University, they've developed smart glasses that provide users with appropriate responses for conversations through an optic lens connected to a smartphone running OpenAI's GPT-4 large language model. Say goodbye to awkward dates and job interviews. It will uh, it will tell you what you ought to say. Yeah, I have been, I was predicting this when Google Glasses came out, that some version of this, I do think this will happen in the future. Not think, guaranteed. So I'm wearing some sort of glasses. It's got facial recognition software, goes into my contacts. Oh, this is Jim in sales. He handles these accounts. His wife's name is, he has two kids. Oh, you, you, you played golf with him three years ago. Now, all that stuff, up? all that stuff, just like right in front of your eye on the screen in your glasses. That's guaranteed to happen in my lifetime, isn't it? Oh, don't, don't give me hope. You know how I hate hope. Uh, I would love that. Hey, Jim, how's your golf game coming along? We haven't played in ages. Does, does Elaine mind that you go out now and again? Oh, I'd come off as a way better person than I actually Is her am. lasagna still as good as it was June 7th, 2017? <laughs> <laughs> the last time I ate at your house. <laughs> oh, hilarious. <laughs> when I was wearing a brown shirt and red pants. <laughs> now, I will tell you that this uh, this uh, attachment to your glasses looks like you're examining diamonds for their authenticity. So it's probably not going to yeah, sell but, a lot. But Yeah, it's... well, you would have looked like a weirdo walking down the street staring at your phone 20 years ago. But now everybody does it. So everybody will get used to you got some sort of glass apparatus on your head. Well, and, the, you know, my point, I thought you were going to go this other direction, was they'll they'll perfect design and, sure. and make it smaller and less clunky in, in months. Yeah, I wonder if it'll be a contact lens of some sort. I have to get a hard contact lens for a variety of stupid reasons, but um, I wonder if it'll be something like that. But then I wonder, though, you know, if, if uh, Jim and Sales, who always calls me Guy, comes up to me and says, hey, hey, Joe, how you doing? How's Judy? I heard Baxter was sick. Is he bouncing back? Uh, I'm going to think, you're just reading that off your glasses, you big phony. <laughs> we'll become very cynical very quickly. And everyone knows. And everyone knows it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, that will be yet another step down the road of not real communication and personal interactions and phony friendships. So that'll be great. As oh, as good. Maybe we can find some new opioids to get addicted to to try to oh, make ourselves Oh, wow. Happy. What are you trying to do? <laughs> Uh, I think that's absolutely going to happen, though. Don't you? Boy, my glasses are going to say, this is Jack. He's a real drag. He's so depressing to talk to. And everyone knows it. Keep moving. He'll probably bring up war with China. Keep moving. Every time you talk to this guy, he predicts the end of humanity. So (laughs) say you have an appointment. (laughs) Or it will will say, I will pretend to call you in three minutes to get you out of a conversation. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. We are Armstrong and Getty, and this is the best weekend talk show in America. Grab our podcast. It's called Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. 
If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.